Hi, and welcome to this Christmas edition of the Kafma Connect Cliff Notes of the Review. With me, it's not Christmas Day, but thankfully, Chief Fatima is here. Yes, I'm here. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you as well. I see you've dressed festive. I did. And I think we we said it earlier, it matches our personalities. You have a lot, and I have none at all. But I did wear a hat. I wore a different shirt supporting the Mighty right. Oaks. I dressed up. Well, and we've talked about the Mighty Oaks before. What a great program. I appreciate you wearing that shirt and Absolutely. supporting the Mighty Oaks program. I brought Santa in with me today, another item that I stole from my wife. He was riding a giraffe this morning, and I thought, you know, I'm going to bring him in. And I, I felt kind of bad because I know Santa had a long night. It's it's Christmas morning when this comes out, so we'll be clear on that. Um, we're recording this early, and if you're wondering, yes, I did dress like this to go into the office all day. It made people smile. Yes, it did. It did, and some people <laughs> laugh. But either way, we're good with it. Um, you know, we were very it, it, disappointed to hear that Santa uh, was injured in the last part of the season. Yes, no doubt. I don't know what he was trying to do, but uh, pull the hamstring. Oh, it looked painful from the pictures, but I'm, I'm glad that he's made it around, you know, because he had somebody who could help him out, uh, another little elf. Um, and, and you know, that little elf, we want to say Merry Christmas. And uh, really, Chief Para, you owe us a debt of gratitude. Because with Eric filling in for Santa, he doesn't have a voice during the day. And that is our gift this year to you. <laughs> That's a gift. It is a gift. Yes. So uh, this week in the review, John, I just I wrote about Christmas. I didn't want to talk about anything else in 2020. We'll talk about that next week uh, when we move into uh, the New Year's edition of uh, the review and, and CAFMA Connect, uh, which we have to do early next week because you're traveling. Yep. Uh, but I, I, how was your Christmas with your family so far? It's been good. It's been, it? uh, yep. Uh, everybody's healthy and happy and uh I'm not sure if they've enjoyed the presents or not, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You know, the good thing about dads is we're surprised every year when the kids open the presents because, well, we didn't actually pick them out. Not so much. We're we're just as surprised as they are. So we're they're like little lucky. kids. They're just lucky they have presents. Yeah, That's true. Well, through our entire lives, dads get to be like little kids and, and surprised on Christmas morning. Just shows that their their mom loves them. That's true. Yeah, moms do love them. It's not that we don't. We just love them differently. So Monday this week, um, for the first time in 800 years, about, give or take, uh, was, we, we got to look up in the sky and see the Christmas star. Did, did you get a chance to look up and see it? We did. Yep. I was a little disappointed. It was far away. I have to say, yeah. It was, it was far away. The pictures that I saw on the internet uh, of what it was supposed to look like didn't represent the reality. Yeah, it was pretty blurry, but I think my eyesight's going, but it was it was good still. That's true. You're getting older. I mean, I could, but they were still a little bit far apart when I was looking. So it just looked like two stars really close together. It's all perspective. It is perspective. However, being that that's the first time in 800 years that um, the Christmas star has been seen in the night sky, and this is 2020, um, you know, I, I took that personally as a sign uh, this year of, of hope. At least I hope it's a sign of hope. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's the way I'm looking at it, and and it did take me down a little bit of a rabbit hole as I was writing the review. It's not bad though, so you can still read it, and it's shorter this week because it's Christmas. And I don't want to bother you. They've already scrolled down and looked at the how long this is. So true. You may be lying. Yeah. No, seriously, a lot less words. 
being more succinct. So, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about a quote and I couldn't, couldn't remember it exactly. So I plugged it into my friend, Google and Google pulled it up and it was hope springs eternal. And I'm like, all right, what is the meaning of that? Because sometimes I, I, I want to use something. I'm going to put it in there. Then I look up the meaning and I'm like, well, that's not at all what I thought. <laughs> yes. It's dangerous sometimes. Yeah. It can be. But this went back to an Alexander Pope essay or, or, a poem, an essay on man published in 1733, and it was Hope Springs Eternal. And it, obviously, like everything else, there's a lot of of people out there with different opinions on what that means. Some of it's false hope, and, and others look at it and say, you know what? Hope is what we have, and we don't want to let that go. And it, it felt like this Christmas, we had the Christmas star this week. Um, it's the season of giving, although really the season of giving should be all year. It's not about giving presents. It's about giving of ourselves. It's about sacrificing for sure. others. And and that's a year-round thing. It's not a, a Christmas Day or Christmas Eve thing. Yep. Um, and just the idea that as, as we look to the future, we need to continue to have that hope. And it seems like this week um, was an important time to think about that as, as that Christmas star was in the sky yes. and uh, th- there's not much else to have but but hope for a better day tomorrow. Absolutely. And I think uh, the perspective changes everything. And the goal is to go into uh, whether it's each day or each year with hope. And uh, we can certainly uh, hope that uh, as we move forward, it's going to be different. Right. But uh, again, I think, like I say, being the season that it is, you know, what we really encourage folks to do is make sure you communicate with your family, spend time with your family, because, uh, you know, not only is it important to hope for the future, maybe better, but uh, you got to, uh, you know, spend time and love the ones that you have. Right. Because uh, you don't know what uh, the next day looks like. So I think if we can encourage folks to do anything, and I think hopefully, hopefully, people right. have seen, you know, through this the, this past year that uh, we have tried to, you know, keep that in mind and encourage people to spend time with one another because I think that uh, – that builds on uh, the strength of, of all of us. Right. Well, and it it's vitally important this time of year. I remember being on an, an ambulance early in my career, and it seemed like around this time we got more calls to nursing homes. And it was, hey, grandma is blue. Well, what they didn't know, because they don't visit grandma throughout the year, is that grandma is always about that color. Um, if you would spend more time with her, you would know that. And I think – that, you know, it's important because in 2020, people have been more isolated yeah. and, and that's not good for anyone's health. No. And so, you know, one of the things I encouraged in the review this week was spend time with family, yep. you know, as safely as you can, yes. but spend time with family. And and if you can't connect with them in person, then, then use some of the technology that's out there. Yeah. Um, remember when you're muted and remember when you're not muted, you should be careful what you call people. That's true. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a background to that. But uh, yeah, obviously, it's being respectful of everybody during this time in right. terms of uh, protecting of people and uh, being mindful. But there are so many different ways that you can connect to people. And uh, whether it's your family, whether it's friends, uh, it doesn't always have to be in person. But obviously, that uh, is uh, the goal you know, most of the time. And that's where you get the, the deep relationships. But there's so much that can be done even during this time that uh, doesn't require that uh, you're there face to face, if that's the concern. Right. Well, and in this time of year, as we move through the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, a lot of people do feel a sense of isolation. 
There's a lot and, of hopelessness that can come from that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of hopelessness, exactly. And, you know, it's important that we spend that time. And, you know, I, I remember my kids' faces lighting up when they were younger. Um, and they're not younger now. They're older. Uh, my daughter is nearly 30. She hates that. Um, but, you know, when they would when they would open up those gifts and, and see what was there. And, you know, sometimes a lot of people don't have uh, a lot of money, Absolutely. especially this year. And... You know, the reality is I think some of the most meaningful gifts we ever give or receive are those gifts that were made from the hands of a loved one who used their talents, whether it was painting a picture, drawing a picture. Um, think back to when your kids were little, and, and some of your kids still are little, and they would draw you a picture for Christmas, and that was your Christmas gift from yep. them, and how special that was. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of meaning into someone who puts thought into something, into a gift or whatever it is. So like I say, gifts are that doesn't have to be grand to have a lot of meaning. Right. And and for my son, if you're watching this, Jeep parts can be fabricated, which means it's made with your own two hands. I have a list of things because go. it would mean a lot to me. Now, lists are important. They are. Lists are very important. But it's, you know, I remember uh, probably, and I, I want to ask you this, but probably the best gift I ever received was from my dad. I think I was 16. And, you know, like we said, dads don't often buy gifts. Um, but he was able to get me my first Marlin 3030 deer rifle. <laughs> and he was, he was like a kid on Christmas morning, just giving me oh, yeah. the gift that he had hidden under my bed because he knew there was no way I was going to find it there. Um, and I, I still have that that gun and I'll never let go of that gun. Yeah. You know, for you, John, what was the, what's the best gift you ever remember receiving? Well, I think the, like I say, the tie in, uh, to the, that gun, I, I, I very much remember the first time I received, uh, yeah, the gun that I used for many years. And, uh, I don't know, there was, I think there was more than just a little bit of meaning to it, but that was, that was a big one. Right. And, uh, like I say, that's, that's one I remember. So. Yeah, that you know, just special times with family. I'm I'm a little disappointed because I'm I'm glad I don't live in Missouri any, anymore because well, the weather there's horrible. Uh, I love Arizona, but my family's all back there. So the way that we connect is via Zoom or uh, phone calls or FaceTime or whatever, and and that really works out well for me uh, to stay connected with them. But I remember being a kid and being you know with all the family around, and then as we grew up and had our kids and all the kids around and. I have to say, it's a lot quieter. Well, the other other benefit about Zoom is, uh, you know, if you're getting long winded, they can just like uh, lose connection and mute. Off they go, yeah, mute. There's all kinds of different options. Close the 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 viewer window and go do something else. And yeah, yeah, that works. Yep. That's good. So uh, you know, just to to talk about the other real quick, the articles that we added into the review this week. The first one's called. How to recognize a strong leader in a group of people. I think we both know that's important uh, to be able to recognize when they, people are doing things right, when people have some strong characteristics that uh, really would help the organization. I agree. Obviously, a lot of change coming up, and that's part of the development of people. So, and this next one, uh, we just had the holiday potluck and administration this week, and um, you go around the stations, you see people dro dropping off cookies uh, for the firefighters and administration. So uh, five steps to a firefighter fitness wellness culture. I just figured it was good to finish up the week. Timely, yeah. It is timely. timely. Well, it's the first of the year too, so yeah. we'll all uh, make our plans. The new year, new me. By February, we can buy some exercise equipment really cheap. <laughs> yeah. 
online yep. when people figure out I'm not going to use this. I just like me the way it is, so. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with me the way I am. That's why I dress like this sometimes. I'm happy. Yeah. That you did that. Well, you know what? It is Christmas morning, John. I don't want to keep you. Um, and <laughs> yes. I know you've been I looking don't for the- I want to be here. I think that's pretty clear though, <laughs> right? <laughs> you've been looking for the mute button. I keep seeing you press something over yeah. there. It's it's not, you're not going to find it. I was trying to it. press it on yours, actually. I know. Trying to find that remote one that maybe Jonah put in. Just turn him off, Jonah. Yeah. Very good. Well, until next time, I hope you've had a, a very Merry Christmas uh, from our family to yours. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your family. And we will see you next week for our New Year's Eve edition. Really? New Year's edition. <laughs>